0: Hi, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and I know that after this message you're going to be lifted and inspired. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at the Family Emanuel and join our live services at ww.levispringchapel.org slash live. You're lifted. the name of the Lord. Can you begin to worship this covenant-keeping God? The God that has been faithful to you. The God that has been merciful to you. The God that has been kind to you. The God that has, you, God that has kept his covenant with you. The God that has done you good. The God that has taken you from the first month and has placed you in the 12th month. Others you were standing others are no more but you are alive today i think god Lord, deserves your praise i think god deserves your worship i think god Lord deserves to be exalted jesus we worship we are in the mouth of celebration Lord, we can celebrate because god has been Jesus, you are holy. Jesus, you are faithful. The Christ, the Lord. Amen. I decree and I declare upon every sincere worshiper in the house this morning whatever is left that has not been done since we stepped our feet in January before 2019 is over it is given to you as a testimony whatever your heart still longs for whatever your heart still thirsts for after this morning's service you receive it in jesus name whatever your life needs to be colorful whatever your destiny needs to become marketable to the sinners whatever resources you need in cash and in kind heaven is fast tracking it in your direction right now in jesus name Amen. by the end of this service you will have your testimony by the end of this service there shall be confirmation and your joy shall be full in jesus mighty name we have praised can you worship god by putting your hands together for jesus before you have your seats i want you to look to your neighbor left and right and say neighbor say neighbor you did not say it well I said, say, neighbor. Okay, say, neighbor. We made it together. Can you celebrate God in the house this morning? Can you celebrate God that has granted us the ability to make it together and have your seat in God's most awesome presence mind me church that's just my way of stimulating you church is a fun place church is a place of release church is a place where we come to meet with God church is a place where you come to be yourself I want you to look at your neighbor and say neighbor Neighbor. be yourself Joe." look to your neighbor and say "Neighbor, neighbor be yourself Joe." be yourself in the presence of God. How many people are expecting to touch the heart of God this morning? Can you put your hands together for yourself and celebrate yourself this morning? Some people are not clapping because they have not found a reason to celebrate themselves. I will give you a reason this morning. You are alive and you are in church. Now celebrate yourself. Amen. I welcome each and everyone on behalf of God the Father. God the Son, and God the sweet Holy Spirit. The God we have come to see, the God we worship. The God who alone can answer our prayers. I decree and declare that God shall answer your prayers this morning in Jesus' name. I welcome you on behalf of our Father, my Father, your Father, our Apostle of Lifting, our own Nobotosombo, the presiding pastor of Living Spring Chapel International, Pastor Femi Manuel. I thought you would say, I love my daddy. Amen. Here's a secret whatever you celebrate increases. You want to see anything grow, then start celebrating. You want to see anything increase then start celebrating it how many people want to grow this morning how many people want to increase this morning then start celebrating yourself celebrate yourself amen i believe after this sunday we have just one or two sundays to go and then we will be in year 2020, can I fast track this morning and say, Year 2020, yeah. take over? Yeah. Some people are not asking me this morning. Yeah. This Hamatane. Year 2020, yeah. and take over. Yeah. You are taking over in Jesus' name. I sat in the place of the word and I was brooding this morning, and I got this from the throne of grace, and I've ably titled this message the last minute touch. The last minute touch. You might not have been touched since January, but please don't exit 2019 without your touch. The last minute touch, we serve a god that is a god of the last minute it might not have looked like it the couple of months but before this year is over your world will celebrate you i say your world will celebrate you you are not just in church to listen to the word you are here to harvest your miracle so every word that leaps out of my mouth, if it looks like a oh, please grab it with both hands. It is forbidden to be Jelenka in the presence of God. Please, when you are in the congregation of believers and the word is tearing you at your face, don't be careful to receive what belongs to you. Can I say this? It's not everybody that comes to church that is blessed. It is the heart that is open and expectant to receive, that receives the blessings of heaven. Therefore, every time I make a declaration or an utterance this morning, please be excited about it. Show God that you mean business this morning, and heaven shall favor you in Jesus' name. Our text is gotten from Matthew chapter 20, and I start reading from verse 1. Matthew 20 and verse 1. Please, can you give me the message Bible? Can you give me the message Bible, please? Matthew chapter 20 and verse 1. I want the church to read with me this morning. Are we together, church? I want you to read with me this morning. Matthew 20 and verse 1. Let's go. God's kingdom is like an estate manager. Who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard? They agreed, they did what? Church, they did what? Please permit me to remove the word agreed and replace it with bargain. Can I put bargain there? Can I put bargain there? Will it still make sense? Have I changed the sentence? So let's go on and let's use the word bargained. One, two, three, go. They bargained on a wage of a dollar a day and went to work. The kingdom of God is like an estate manager in need of laborers and he went and he did what? He bargained with the laborers and what was the figure of their bargain? one dollar. I want to know the foreign people in the house this morning. How much is one dollar in Naira? Uh, So, he said one thousand Naira. May that never happen to Nigeria. (laughs) It's on the average of three hundred and sixty-five Naira. Correct? So, he bargained with the laborers and then they agreed for 365 naira for one hour for one hour for the whole day whenever i minister the word of god i like to engage the imagination of people that are listening to me so church i want you to imagine a house being built and alaru how was the english word for alaru and you see them with their dirty clothes under the sun sweating and slugging it out they carry their palm and they go and they load in the cement and they are building they are paid a day you don't argue with the work you are given as long as the bargain is reached. You don't tell them that, ah, I can't do this work anymore. My money has elapsed. No. Your money is given to you at the end of the day. Whatever you meet there, you do it. You have signed off your life for a day. I remember calling on the engineer on the site and I asked her, I said, I have somebody that wants to work on the site. Please, how much do you pay them a day? And she gave me the figure. Wow. I said, that's wonderful. I said, I have a person that wants to work. And she said, I'm sorry. We have space. But we can't hire the person you want to give us. And I said, why? He is ready to work. And she said, It is not by his willingness to work, it's by his ability to deliver. He said, Most of the people you see, they don't work with their normal senses. They take stimulants because the work is hard. The man that owns the job is not concerned about how hard the work is, he's concerned about the bargain and the agreement you have reached. You do my work for a day, I pay you 365 naira. As long as we had no problem reaching the bargain and agreement, then we have no problem with the work. Don't argue with the work after you have reached the bargain. Church, are you with me this morning? The first point I am trying to make this morning is that you determine how much God pays you. You determine how much God pays you. If you understand this concept, your prayer will be small. You don't ask God to bless you. God is one asking you, how much do you want me to bless you? You determine the amount of blessings that comes your way. I remember one day I was driving on the road and my wife was beside me and we wanted to buy and purchase a brush and I saw this man hawking his brush and I honed and told him to come towards the side mirror and he came and presented his brushes to me and I said, how much? and he said, 1,500 naira and I said, that's good, but I will pay you 100 naira minute i said 100 naira my wife looked at me with one look almost say ah ah and you call yourself a pastor (laughs) did you not hear what he said 1500 and the next thing that came from your anointed mouth was 100 naira pastor you don't have a heart. Time you will go to church and say, I love my brother, I love my sister, Pastor. She didn't say that, but that was what her face was saying to me. I don't want to get home, and then she will call me and say, "Ah, uh, when did I say that? So I'm balancing it now. She did not say that, but that is what I saw from her face. She was shocked. And when you are in the realm of pricing you don't look at anybody's face you face the person you are bargaining with until you finish the bargain so immediately i looked at her face and i saw that she was not on my side i looked back at the face of the man with the brushes i learned very well from the mother that raised me the few times I go to the market with her, when my mother starts bargaining, you will be pitting those that are selling those things. <laughs> you see, because every person must get value for their money. As I began to grow older, I started realizing that there was nothing wrong with my mother's attitude, she was only trying to get the best value for her money. And so when this man was trying to sell the brush to me, I was also trying to get the best value for the money. And the man said, "Ah, ah I still am." I I, say, "I didn't say you still am, old, but I have hundred naira." Long and short of the story is that at the end of the day, the brush he called one thousand five hundred, I bought it for two hundred naira. You know why? That is the power of bargaining. You get as much as you can bargain with God. Some people come to church and they have 365 Naira mentality. In the place of prayer, they are asking for crumbs for God. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Whatever you can ask for, you get. It is not God's fault. You determine how much you draw from God. God is limitless. If you have a lion's heart, you get a lion's reward. I am here to destroy every small mindedness in church this morning. Whenever you are in the presence of God, want the best from your father. I realize the problem is that people don't have the right knowledge of the person of God. That is why they insult God with their desires of God. If you don't know who Pastor Femi Emmanuel is, if he grants you an hour before his presence, you start saying rubbish. But there's a way you know a person and his capacity that makes you ask certain things because you know he can give it to you. The reason why we don't know how to receive from God is because we don't even know God in the first place. If you must enjoy that last minute touch, please understand that you determine how much God pays you. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18. Isaiah 1 verse 18 from the Message Bible. Isaiah 1 and verse 18. Let's read it together again. Church, can we read together? Let's go. Come. Sit down. Let's argue this out. This is God's message. If your sins are blood red, they'll be snow white. And if they are red like crimson, they will be like what? Ooh. Even if you are a sinner, let us talk this out. I am your father and your son. No matter how big that blessing is, if you want it, I give it to you. No matter how deep your sins are, let's talk it out. I can forgive anything. In the last minute touch of heaven, you have to open your spirit to God and say, God, this is what I desire from you. Can I say this? Your labor in the place of spiritual activities is what determines your capacity to receive from heaven. Your labor in the place of spiritual activity is what determines your capacity to receive from heaven. I will share with you the secret of prayer this morning. The foremost thing prayer does is not to get you blessings. The foremost thing that prayer does is to open you to the identity of God. The more you pray to God, the more you begin begin to understand God. And the more you understand God, the more you begin to change. And when you begin to change, you begin to receive from God. The reason why you cannot receive from God is because you don't know God. There are certain places you get to in the realm of prayer, heaven answers you. Because you are not praying for material things, you are praying the desire of God. And the desire of God is only transmitted via the Holy Spirit in the place of prayer. Every time you invest in spiritual activities, you grow your capacity. Church, are we together? Imagine I had a small cup in front of me, and I had that bowl they use in measuring gary. How many of us know that bowl we use in measuring gary? Just picture it. I put it beside, and I have a jar of water. When I start filling that small teacup, and the teacup becomes full, what do I do? What do I do? I stop. If I continue pouring that water, then you start questioning my sanity. But when I start filling that Congo, I fill it also to the point where it is full. And when it is full, what do I do? stop you receive from God as big as you are. Church, are we together? If you are a small container, God cannot pour in you more than you can contain. And if you are a big container, God cannot pour in you more than what you can contain. So this is the way to get blessed of God is to grow in the presence of God the more you grow in the presence of god the more god can fill you up most of us are asking for blessings that we don't have capacity to manage we are asking for monies that we cannot manage we are asking for blessings that we don't even have the right spiritual discipline to hold on to some of us cannot even pray, some of us cannot read the Bible, some of us are not kingdom servants and we are storming the gates of heaven and asking God to bless us. Can I say this morning, you determine how much God pays you. Your lack of spirituality limits the will of God over your life. Your lack of spirituality limits the desire of God over your life. Third John verse 1, chapter 1 and verse 2. Third John chapter 1 and verse 2. Third John chapter 1 and verse 2. We're the best of friends and I pray for good virtue, fortune in everything that you do and for your good health that your everyday affairs prosper as well as your soul. In other verses, you read it as saying such, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospereth. I wish above all things that you do what? That means my wish for you, is prosperity. That means God's desire for you is nothing more than a wish. (laughs) I wish for you means my desire is this, but it doesn't determine your reality. Because that is what I desire, but you have to turn it into your reality. Because you are the one that determines what flows from me to you. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. What is the soul? What is the soul? We have the spirit, we have the body, and we have the soul. What you see here is the body, and it is your spirit that gets saved, but your soul is the seat of your faculty, your reasoning, your mental capacity, and your experiences and your past. That means if you are not ready to grow your capacity, all I can have for you is a desire and a wish. Because as your soul prospers, then your finances prosper. As your soul prospers, then your health prospers. I have it in excess, but as you grow, more flows from me into you. That means the work does not belong to God right now. The work belongs to you. You determine how much you can receive from God. I remember in those days when we were coming up. My mother will cook for the whole home. It's not like today. Today things have changed there was no money but my mom was very creative oh my god Jama jama. she just looked for things to concoct together she will add this add dry pepper add mushroom and we didn't have money for meat so it's mushroom we're using but when she makes this soup to be delicious and then she puts the air bar inside a big bowl and puts the soup inside another big bowl and she will call all of us to eat. By the time she's in the kitchen making the food, we can smell so we have already discarded the belt. Because she must be prepared. It is the battle of the fittest. It's a competition. Nobody is going to wait for you. If you are too slow, that is your fault. I mean, she's going to eat with us, but uh, she's a mother. So, we know she will take just a few. The real thing is for the three of us. She's not going to ration it. She will not divide it. I determine my portion of the food. Uh, We have been playing together, but I look at my twin brother and I say, look. Play is over. Food is going to be ready soon. At that point, he's not my twin brother anymore. He's my competitor. Are you with me, church? Because this thing, we must do it and we must do it well. However you want this game to be played, I must not lose out. And I am the only person that can ensure that. So when we see her with the ball and she puts it on the floor, we are looking at ourselves. That is just there about. We are waiting for the soup. Immediately the soup hits the ground, we come with the food, and my mother will almost be saying, I uh-uh, won't you even pray because i have mentally entered that zone where i have to collect what belongs to me i know we may be laughing this morning but this is how it exists in the spiritual don't come to church and envy me because god is blessing me you did not see the hours i spent on my knees praying to church this month and pastor anointed my car. Four months later, I'm bringing another car. Don't start telling another church member you don't even know what that brother is doing to make money. When I was giving my heart out to kingdom projects and people and the poor, you were keeping your own money and using it for Naira bets. Church, are you with me this morning? We serve a God that looks at the secret and blesses you in the open. You determine how much God pays you. It's not about the jamboree and all the kicking your feet and kicking your legs. When church is over, what are the things you do when you get back home? I'm saying this because 2019 is almost over and 2020 is upon us. 2020 is the year to take over, but take over is not just in spoken words. Taking over is in the place of hard work. Sit down in the place of the supernatural and the spiritual so that you can draw from God. Your rhetorics and your eye service does not move God. So coming to church and clapping your hands does not change the desire of heaven. If you don't grow your capacity, you cannot draw from God. God is saying, I blessed you before you were born. Now I have all these blessings. Can you now begin to draw the blessings for me? But the more you invest in a place of spirituality, the more you increase your capacity, And the bigger you are, the more heaven pours into your life and your destiny. You are not in competition with anybody. You are in competition with yourself. You are not in competition with that brother or that sister. You are in competition with yourself. God is saying, stand there and grow yourself in me. It might be hard but to read the word of god it might not be easy to wake up at night but do so and pray it might not be easy to evangelize but you right now right now you have no other choice if you must grow you must do the work of the kingdom can someone say pastor i hear sir can someone say pastor i hear sir time you pray, you are not praying for God. You are praying for yourself. Every time you fast, you are not fasting for God. Your fast does not move God. Your fast only increases your capacity. January 2nd to January 31st, we are going to be fasting and praying. And my desire is I will see all these faces every day as we break the fast. Please fast though. Eh? Can you talk to your neighbor and say neighbor? January is coming. We go fast oh. Please get ready to fast. We are not fasting because pastor has asked us to fast. Come on. We are fasting because we now have to grow capacity. I must grow by force. I must do what? I must grow by force. I was telling you the story of the food in our house. We will be done eating and we will be sweating. We will be sweating because we just finished Royal Rumble. Wrestling. I have forgotten how we do it now but i believe then our hand was moving like a computer you already know where the pieces of meat are but if you go for the meat first you miss the food i know you cannot take my meat and i cannot take your meat so forget the meat it's the food fighting for what belongs to us God told me at one point that the spirit of competition is not my spirit. The spirit of competition does not belong to God. It is the spirit of collaboration that is the spirit of God. That means wherever I see you are weak, I quickly go there to collaborate you. I am not there to take the glory. I don't mind if you take the glory. I'm just here to help you. Because every time I help you, I am helping myself. Every time I work with you, I am increasing my capacity. Every time I make sure that you get the work done, guess what? It is the work of the kingdom that is gotten done. So I am there to make sure that God's work is secured. If you must receive from heaven, you must grow your capacity. Every time you worship, you are doing it also for yourself. Every time you sow your seed, you are not doing it for God, you are doing it for yourself. Every time you evangelize, you are not doing it for God, you are doing it for who? For yourself. There's a way evangelism increases your capacity. You will not grow until you become an evangelist. We just came out from Ashilo 2019, and God's servant, Pastor David Ibiome, was here and he was speaking about evangelism like we have never heard it before. I remember God's servant, Bishop David Oidepo. He mentioned this one time, and I was I was perplexed. He said, God told him a few years ago that, do you think this is where I created you to stop? He said, God told him, I have more in stock for you. It is not time to rest. He said, God told him, you draw from me as much as you desire. I am not done yet. Have you stopped? It was there, he said, God gave him the vision of personal evangelism and he hit the road doing his own personal evangelism. And he said that year alone, God more than tripled the congregation of living faith as proof that God had not even started with him yet. I am saying this because come December 31st, we are going to be having our crossover night at the Lake o Salami Stadium at the And souls will be called to Christ. And everyone, under the sound of my voice, we are going to be following the new souls up. We are going to have sleeps, we are going to feel the information, and we are going to be welcoming them into church. God showed me something. God said he wants to more than triple our congregation that night. You didn't get it. God said he wants to more than triple our congregation that night. But it will not happen if we are not there to serve God. Whatever name you are given, whatever location, please, the work has started in 2020. You must visit, you must love, you must pray them, and you must not stop until you see them in church. This is the work of the kingdom. This is the work of the Father. This is the best way to get from God. You determine how much God pays you when others are working please don't be idle when others are serving throw your weight into it can someone say pastor i hear sir can someone say pastor i hear sir let's continue matthew 20 we are reading from verse 2 matthew 20 verse 2 Let's read together. We are going to verse 4. Let's read together, church. And when he agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right I will give you. And they went their way. And they went their way. This is the second point this morning. Your kingdom service puts you on the payroll of heaven. Your kingdom service is what puts you on the payroll of heaven. It is your kingdom service that determines whether you will be paid by heaven or not look at verse 3 and he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and the holy spirit said stop how can you be standing idle in the marketplace the marketplace is the place of what trade and commerce the marketplace is the place where I take my skills to and I hope to translate my skill into money. It is the place where I give you my products, our services, and you return it with what? Money. But he saw people standing idle in the marketplace. It meant even in the marketplace, your skill can fail you. They were in the marketplace, but their goods did not sell. They were in the marketplace, but market was not moving. The man asked them, Anna, how market? And he said, bros, can't you see where I do? Because the truth about this is not by power, neither by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. There are certain things your skill cannot deliver to you. Only kingdom service can deliver it to you. Only kingdom service can do what? Deliver it to you. The man who on the vineyard went to the marketplace and saw people who had the prowess. Saw people who had the giftings. Saw people who had a skill, saw them standing in the marketplace, but they were idle because their skills had failed them. Their strength had failed them. Their know-how did not work for them. Luke chapter 5, verse 5 to 7. Luke chapter 5, verse 5 to 7. And Simon said, master, we have been fishing hard all night and haven't caught even a minnow. A minnow are those little, little fishes that you put on sticks. But if you say so, if you ask me to throw my net, I'll let out the net. Verse six, It was no sooner said done. a huge haul of fish, straining the nets past what? Capacity. And verse 7, they waved at their partners in the other boat to come and do what? Help them. The fish was too much and the filled boat boats, nearly swarming them with the catch. That means they almost sank with the boat because the fishes were so much, it had begun to sink the boat. This was a man that told Jesus, we have been here all night, we did not catch anything. Peter was a professional fisherman. He knew the water better than anybody before. Because he lived his whole life on the water. He was a fisherman because his father was a fisherman. And his father was a fisherman because his own father was a fisherman. He inherited that job because he had the skill and the knowledge from it. He knew how to maneuver his way and catch fishes. But when Jesus saw him, Jesus asked him the question, What has your knowledge given to you? He said, Jesus, I've spent all night and I've caught nothing. And Jesus asked him one question, can I use your boat? You have used your skill, now can you use kingdom service? You've been trying to do it on your own, but this time around, will you allow me to use that same boat? Can I convert it from a mechanism for catching fishes to a mechanism for preaching? And the moment he let out his own property for the kingdom, fishes began to come and he was almost sinking his boat. When fishermen are on the water and they're catching fishes, they don't look at other people. You know why? You catch your own, I catch my own. Whatever I can catch determines how much I can have. So I am not catching my fish looking at you. But there's a blessing that comes from kingdom service. Common sense will tell you this for a generation, not for you. There's a type of blessing that comes from kingdom service. Only a fool can chop everything. There's a kind of blessing that God wants to bring your way that is not just meant for you and your family, it's meant for everybody in your community, it's meant for everybody in your state, it's meant for everybody in your nation because I will bless you to become a blessing. That is the reward of kingdom service. You are managing what you are managing because you have no inclination of the blessing God wants to bring your way blessing god wants to bring your way is bigger than what you are fighting for monday to friday if only you can serve god i was in my office permit me sir and we're discussing yesterday and he gave me a testimony i was almost jumping out of my seat by god's grace sir you are in the business of marketing no company can run without marketing When you are marketing, you try your best with your skill and your effort. Sir, but you will confirm that the big money does not come from your effort. In fact, the big money does not come from the big men. There may be certain men that don't even look like it. Look, once you are in the place of kingdom service, anything can happen with God. God is not careful to bless a kingdom servant. And he was telling me what happened to him just a few days ago and a man that he had never known before approached him and gave him the money that even his office started questioning, how did you do it? He said, with just one account, I paid off my rent for next year. I paid off my school children's fees. Just one job. And say, pastor, it pays to serve God. He said, it pays to serve God. God has already started settling 2020 from 2019. Pays to serve God. It pays to serve God. You cannot lose serving the master. You cannot lose serving the kingdom. Kingdom service puts you on the payroll of heaven. Your connection with God in the place of kingdom service determines the quality of your connection with men. Your connection with God in the place of kingdom service determines your quality connection with men. You don't have to fight to know men if you can fight to know God. Once you know God, then God starts bringing men your way. You don't have to work to get into offices or get into places. Just make sure that you get into the presence of God. God knows how He will connect you. That is how Kingdom service works. Seek ye first the Kingdom of God and all of His righteousness, and all these other things shall be what added to you. You can be idle in the marketplace. But with kingdom service, the market changes after you. (laughs) You can be idle in the marketplace, but with kingdom service, the market bows before your feet. The more dependent you are on the payroll of heaven, the more scarcity disappears from your life. The more you are dependent on the payroll of heaven, the most scarcity disappears from your life this is the last statement i'll make this morning and we will approach the place of prayers and impartation because before this year is over you must receive the touch of heaven i decree and declare that everyone under my voice shall receive the touch of heaven in jesus name if you serve God the way you serve man, you won't be where you are. If you serve God the way you serve man, if you serve God the way you serve your boss, if you serve the church the way you serve your job, you will not be where you are. Your dependence on heaven's payroll is what removes scarcity from your life. If you come to church every day with heaven's payroll mentality, knowing that God cannot owe any man that faithfully serves him, then you won't lack any good thing. If you come to church every day with that mentality that I am doing this because I am on heaven's payroll, then you will do it better than you are doing it. I'm saying this because 2019 is gradually winding up. And 2020 is on its way. I pray for you that God gives you the grace for kingdom service. I pray that God gives you the heart to serve God in spirit and in truth in Jesus' name. How many of us are ready for the touch of heaven this morning? How many of us are ready for the last minute touch? Then please can we rise up on our feet. The last minute touch. The last minute touch. I'm going to be continuing in the second service. If you are not in a hurry, please wait behind and take this message in full. I decree and declare, wherever the devil has been cheating you in the past, he will take his hands off your life and destiny in Jesus' name. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 17. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 17. Can we have it up? Malachi three seventeen. Can we have the King James version? Malachi three seventeen, and they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. In that day when I make up my jewels, I will spear them as a man speareth his own son that does what? That serveth him. When I make up my dwells, I will preserve him. I will keep him. I will reserve him because he serves me. You can't serve God and waste like men. You can't serve God and suffer at the same time. You are going to lift up your voice this morning and say, Oh Lord, my God, ignite my heart of service for you in Jesus name. Oh Lord, ignite my heart of service for you. Give me deeper hunger to serve you. I want to serve you more than I have ever done before. Give me a heart of kingdom service. Give me a heart that longs to do your will. Jesus, ignites my heart of service for you. Ignites my consciousness to serve you. Help me serve you in everything that I do. Help me love you. Help me find my place in kingdom service. For whatever I am doing, give me the grace and the strength to do it more for you. There is nothing more valuable than your service unto God. If you can serve God like you serve men, you will not be where you are. Jesus, give me the grace to love you. And give me a heart for service unto you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. The woman with the issue of blood, said in her heart that if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. If I can but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. You receive from heaven as much as you are ready to collect from God. Is anybody ready to collect from God this moment? I want you to cast your mind back to January the 1st up until now. Is there anything that your heart still desires from God? You are going to mention it to God and say God, I am ready to touch you this moment. I need this in my life and in my destiny. Jesus, this is my demand from heaven. Do this for me before the end of 2019. Prayer in Jesus' name. This is an open and a free prayer. I want you to begin to ask God for what you want to get from God. The Spirit of God is here this morning. And if you ask, then you are permitted to receive. Whatever your faith can draw from heaven, heaven is ready to deposit it into your life right now. Jesus, this and this and this is what I want from you before this year is over. The year can still release what it has in store for you. The blessing can still come before the year is over the miracle can still happen the testimony can still be secured if you have enough faith if you have enough capacity to receive God is not done blessing you yet Jesus this is what I want from you this shame must be over this pain must become history if somebody pray this morning in jesus mighty name we have prayed if you are under the sound of my voice and you can't remember a time where you gave your life to christ or you want to rededicate your life to christ please can i see your hands up all eyes closed and all heads bowed. before i make the final prayer is there anyone who wants to give their life to christ this morning You can feel that impression of the Holy Spirit upon your heart that this is the time to make it right with heaven. Can you please lift your hand and when I see your hand, I will pray with you. Amen. I speak upon your life and your destiny. Can everybody stretch their hands towards the altar? The last minute touch is a father's attempt to bless his child the last minute touch is the touch that says you will not end this year in the same place the last minute touch is the touch of mercy i hereby decree and declare that the mercy and the favor of god is granted you now in jesus name Amen. Your life should enjoy that did not happen from January till now is given to you right now in Jesus' name. You don't need to know how it will happen, but as you depart from the auditorium this morning and you retire to your place of abode, heaven will turn things around for your favor in Jesus' name. Angels in the form of men shall walk into your life and your destiny that thing you have been crying about that thing that has cost you pain that thing that has been a constant prayer request to heaven you shall yet celebrate over it in jesus name Amen. before 2019 is over you will be part of the company of people that shall rejoice in the sanctuary in jesus name Amen. you are hereby blessed you are hereby lifted will decorate your face with a smile god will decorate your legs with a dance and your joy shall be full in jesus mighty name we have prayed can you put your hands together for jesus as we celebrate god this morning the storm is over the storm is over please can you have your seat please can you have your seat Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.